This is Wednesday, January 4th. How would you describe a good person? As we're thinking about the coming year, what is the sort of person you wish to be? We read on Monday the description given by the Apostle Paul of a person led by the Spirit of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Think of the lives we might have if we manifested this spiritual fruit. Now here's our text for today, Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 to 18. So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now at Christmas, one of the gifts our grandchildren received was a set to dry clay. This clay can be shaped with your hands, and then when set out for a few days, dries hard and durable. Now there were about a dozen containers of clay of various colors in the kit. And of course, they could use the clay to make whatever they wanted. But there was also a little booklet that showed them how they could make various animals. Owls, tigers, rabbits, dogs. The booklet showed a step-by-step process that would allow them to pretty easily make each of the animals. One day last week, Nana helped supervise and coach them as they formed the clay to make the animals, or at least some of them. The directions and materials were such that a five-year-old and an eight-year-old could pull it off, with a little bit of help, of course. Now, as the Apostle Paul is writing the church in Galatia, he's been trying to show them that their life in God is all of grace. Their new life is, a, is received, and it's, it's not achieved. At this point in the letter, when we expect him to tell them what they must do to become the people God has for them to be in Christ, we think these instructions, well, they would come easily for a Jewish teacher like Paul. He might say, now here is the law, this is what God commands, now go and do it. But that's not what he says at all. He speaks instead of the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. He tells us about the fruit of a spirit-directed life. And he says, against such things there is no law. In other words, this, this way is not one we can just go and do. It doesn't work that way. Why not? <laughs> this life can only be activated and empowered by the work of the Holy Spirit in us. Now this isn't the step-by-step instructions we expected or maybe what we want. So how does this life come? Here is C.S. Lewis describing this counterintuitive way that our new life comes. He says this, Your real new self, which is Christ's and also yours, and yours just because it is his, will not come as long as you are looking for it. It will come when you are looking for him. Does that sound strange? The same principle holds, you know, for more everyday matters. Even in social life, 
you will never make a good impression on other people until you stop thinking about what sort of impression you are making. Even in literature and art, no man who bothers about originality will ever be original. Whereas if you simply try to tell the truth without caring two pence how often it, it has been told before, you will nine times out of ten become original without ever having noticed it. The principle runs through all of life from top to bottom. Give up yourself and you will find your real self. Lose your life and you will save it. Submit to death death of your ambitions and favorite wishes every day and death of your whole body in the end submit with every fiber of your being and you will find eternal life keep back nothing nothing that you have not given away will really be yours nothing in you that has not died will ever be raised from the dead look for yourself and you will find in the long run only hatred loneliness despair rage ruin and decay but look for Christ, and you will find him, and with him everything else thrown in. This is how C.S. Lewis describes it. But of course, giving up ourselves is the last thing we want to do. We're holding on for dear life. But again, this is where we misunderstand the way God works. It is the giving up of ourselves that we find our true selves. It is in the surrendering that makes us victors. And this is how we come to live by the Spirit. It is not with the force of our wills, making ourselves more loving or more patient. Now, it's not wrong to want to see these virtues grow in your life. You just cannot get yourself there. It is in the offering of yourself to Christ and seeking to follow the direction of the Spirit. This is why the character qualities are called the fruit of the Spirit. They're not our fruit at all. They're present where the Spirit is present and active. They appear in our lives as we come to have life in the Spirit. We cannot manufacture them in any lasting or sustainable way. Now, I wish life in the Spirit were more like the step-by-step -step instructions that came with my grandkids molding clay. We think it is our, that our lives should work that way. But no, our lives develop more like a relationship because it is a relationship with God. So let's begin this year reaching out to God in prayer and seeking his face and asking for his leading and learning to keep in step with his spirit. Let's pray. Holy God, all of life comes from you and our new life as well. Help us to trust your ways and teach us to walk in you. Thank you that our lives are all of grace. In your name we pray. Amen.